there is something better out there, something more systems oriented to fix your, your body because your body's natural state isn't to be in pain. Your body's natural state is to be out of pain and pain is just an indicator that something's wrong. Use your body as a teacher. Welcome to Reps and Redemption, a podcast for moms who want to prioritize their health and build strength from the inside out. Hey there, mama. I know you long to find the joy in all the things homemaking and motherhood while showing your kids that you don't have to give up on yourself, your goals, or your desired quiet time with Jesus just to be a good mom. I'm your host, Ashley Harvey, former college athlete, wife, homeschooling, faith-filled homemaker, mom of four, nutrition and strength training coach. If you're ready to take control of your health, lose fat, build muscle and faith, you're in the right place. Grab that iced coffee and let's dive in. There's been a lot of women in the Facebook group that we have with Reps and Redemption that have one of their main topics and concerns that they put in to join the group. You know, I'll say, what's your biggest struggle right now? What's, what is holding you back from your health and fitness goals? And they'll say chronic pain. And whether it's back pain or arthritis related, that's usually what they go to. So before we kind of dive in to today's episode after our, well, my technical difficulties, uh, Rick, why don't you introduce yourself and tell everyone where you're at and what you do? Yeah, uh, my name is Rick Olderman. I'm a physical therapist of uh, over 25 years. I live here in Denver, Colorado. And uh, uh, by accident, I ended up focusing on chronic pain. Um, As a new grad, I was a miserable failure at solving chronic pain. The stuff I was taught in school just wasn't working. I was sunk into a deep depression for years until I realized it wasn't just me who was struggling helping people with chronic pain. It was basically every practitioner out there. And that's when I realized we needed a new approach. And so that's what I've been working on these past 25 years. That's incredible. I can tell you're in your some sort of studio. I mean, I, I'm going to be able to see you. So I have that advantage here too. But what, so where are you at right now? Like, where are you? Did you say you were in Denver? Yes, I'm in Denver. This is my home studio. Wow. Okay. Very interesting. So I, what, when you have, when you say home studio, do you have clients come to your house and work with them there too? So I used to, uh, okay. and then I purchased a physical therapy clinic about 10 years ago. And so I shut down this home stuff and uh, focused on my physical therapy clinic for the last 10 years. I sold that a year and a half ago, Wow! but now I'm competing. Now I'm under a non-compete clause, so I can't treat uh, here for gotcha. the next okay. three years. So okay. now I'm, so that, which works out fine with me because I'm trying to reach more people via, you know, my digital home programs or telehealth and things like that. And uh, not. I don't, I don't want to be tied to this brick and mortar model because I don't think it really works that well. Yeah. You know, and I think too, you, you seem to have that entrepreneurial spirit about you and, and I, I love your model of one to many because there's only so many Ricks, right? But there's so many people suffering from chronic pain. And I think, um, you know, one of the questions that we were going to discuss and that I was going to ask you is you know, since back pain is probably the most common type of pain, can you describe how you, you know, approach solving that issue, especially in women around the ages between 30 and 40 years old? Yeah. So uh, 
to go back to one of your comments earlier, one of the reasons I can go one to many is because over these 20 years, last 20 years or so, I've realized that problems causing back pain, neck pain, headaches, you know, whatever you want to call it in the body are due to patterns of problems that are occurring. And these, most people have common patterns of issues. And what happens is that these patterns manifest in different ways in different people based on their genetics, exercise, history, work history, uh, you know, psychological state, all sorts of things. So the same pattern that might cause central back pain in you might cause sciatic pain in another mm -hmm. or SI joint pain in a third or hip pain in a fourth. It just depends on your unique life that you've led up to till this point, how that's manifested in you. So getting to your second part of your question, uh, the reason that we most, the reason back pain is one of the most common thing, you know, items on your Facebook group or, you know, for us in clinics is because back pain is the most misunderstood problem out there. And so uh, basically, back pain is being caused by a pattern of issues, kind of like what I've talked to uh, about before. And there are two of the most common patterns that I wanted to take you and your listeners through so they can test themselves on this podcast to see whether they have one of these two patterns behind their pain. And would, would that be okay with you? Oh, yeah. I'm excited because I've heard you do this before. And I'm, okay. I'm actually going to, I'm not going to do it right now, but I'm going to do it later. <laughs> Yeah, yeah especially ahead. especially since you have mothers on here, and we can talk about why why mothers specifically might have these problems. But I'll, I'll just go into the general pattern first. So everyone at home, uh, you know, I would like you to lie down on your floor with your legs straight. And if you can't get on the floor for one reason or another, lie on your bed or your couch or whatever, but with your legs straight. And uh, please do the test rather than just listening, because if you do the test, then you're going to feel the truth in your body rather than just saying, oh, that makes sense. And then five minutes later, you'll forget about what we just talked about. So right. feeling it makes you own it. And so Wait, I'm going to do a, this. I'm yeah, doing I it. I think it's, a, it's pretty important, Ashley. Yeah. So, the cord uh, is long then, enough. So yeah, here we go. Yeah. Okay. And then also uh, a firm surface is better than a soft surface because it will give you more feedback as to what's happening with your body. So, but whatever okay, you can perfect. do, go ahead and do that. So your legs I just realized this cord is very long. So yeah. here we go. <laughs> Great. Uh, so uh, you've been laying on your back, hopefully now for about 30 seconds at least mm -hmm. with your legs straight. And I want you to feel how your back feels in this situation. Mm -hmm. And if you'd like, you can go ahead and slide your hand underneath your low back and feel the distance between your low back and the floor. And now the next, now what we're going to do is we're going to have you bend your knees. So your feet are flat on the floor and feel how your back feels there. And if you mm -hmm. don't notice a change in your back, uh, pain or discomfort, go ahead and hug your knees to your chest. If that feels, you know, like you want to do that instead. So mm -hmm. one of these two positions, either legs straight or legs or knees bent is going to make your back feel better. Ashley, which one of these positions makes your back feel better? Definitely knees bent. <laughs> Absolutely. 99.9% .9 of the people listening out here will, will agree with you. All right. So now the second part of this test well, it is important too. So now I'm going to ask you to stand up, Ashley, and all of you listeners out there. Of course, unless you're driving, please don't stand up while you're driving. <laughs> I am standing up. Here we go. <laughs> okay. So if you listen to the next minute or two, what you might notice is that as you, the longer that you stand, the more prone you are to your knees locking in a straight position or backwards. 
And if that hasn't happened with you yet, go ahead and just do that. Lock your knees backwards. And this is an energy conservation move. All right. Now we get to stand on our joints instead of just using our muscles to hold us up. So now feel what your back is, is doing in this position. And if you're not sure, unlock your knees just a tad and feel what just happened to your back there. Oh, wow. And if you, and if you're not clear about that, then lock your knees one more time. And you'll feel that when you lock your knees, your back is arching more. And you might also notice that when you're locking your knees, you might even feel a contraction in your low back muscles when you're doing oh, wow. that. Yeah. All I, right. I feel... Okay. So that's the end of the two tests. So we'll get, we'll now explain what these are showing us. Well, the first test is showing you that uh, when your legs are straight, your back is more arched clearly, and it doesn't feel as good as if your knees are bent. Wow. Your back is flatter. Right. So, so that's showing you that the basic, one of the basic patterns behind your back pain is that, oh, my back is too arched or that you have too many forces trying to pull it into an arch. Hmm. And when we bend your legs, we remove many of those forces because your back gets to assume a more natural position. Okay. Now, the second test that we found was that if you stand for more than a minute or two, you tend to lock your knees. Right. And then you found out that when you lock your knees, your back is arching more, which is what is causing one of the primary patterns behind your back. Wow. Pain. So an unconscious habit that you've developed over time mm. is actually contributing to your chronic back pain. And you never even knew that it was happening. So we're not only locking our knees when we're standing, we're specifically locking our knees when we're walking because we walk mm. a lot more than we stand. And so anyone who comes into my clinic and also my digital home programs, no one gets away with learning how to walk correctly because this affects everything from the rib cage all the way down to the foot. Wow. Yeah. So that's one I've, of the ba- basic patterns of back pain. I felt that too, when I did the test that, that you prescribed here on the yeah. floor, there was a big gap from my, like, it was quite significant. So what, Absolutely. what would that mean for me? Yeah, well, that confirms, you know, you confirmed right up. I'm not, I don't want people to focus on the shape of their spine. Okay. I want them to focus on how their back feels. Okay. For instance, if actually, if you and I were, if I could put, reach through the Zoom session <laughs> and like take my finger and push on your, on your uh, collarbone here mm-hmm. and you pushed against me. And so neither of us were moving, but we were both generating force that would hurt. Right? right. It would hurt yeah. where I'm touching. I'm generating tension. You're generating tension. Yet there's no change in our positions. Right. But if I, re- if I remove my finger, now your body gets to relax. It hasn't changed its position at all. It's now re- more relaxed. And so this is basically saying that it's not so much the shape of your spine that matters. It's the tension that it's undergoing that mm. matters. All right. The same with that test on the floor. Yes, you may have a big curved back, you know, with your legs straight, and maybe mm. that is a shape issue, but it's not necessarily the problem. You're, you don't need to walk around and flatten your back. Right. What you okay. need to do is remove that finger, right? Okay. That's operating on your body. That's causing tension to occur. That's causing that arching tension. Does that make that's, sense? It does make sense. And when it comes to, I don't know if you, you've probably heard this in all of your years of experience or seen it. But when I'm at, when I go to the gym and it's 
chest day, which I only do like once, once a week when my husband wants to do it. Cause I don't really want to do it by myself. I'm not a huge bench presser, but when I do bench press, I will bring my feet up to the bench so that my back is straighter. So I can force the bar out. Is there, I don't know if that's like a weird thing or if that's better. What, what is your opinion on that? Do you think that's, you know, good form? I, I think it's good form for your back. And it's, I don't think it's bad form for the chest press either. In fact, if you, if you at that same gym, you've probably watched guys who are trying to push up too much weight. Right. Right. And what do they do? Yeah. They arch their back. They are, yeah. Their back is severely right? arched. And, and I'm so like, that can't be good. <laughs> yeah. Almost invariably. I bet you a lot of those guys have back pain right. and their bench pressing technique is one of the things that's contributing to that pattern of extension in their spine. Right. Interesting. Yeah. And I, I heard of a, <clears throat> I, I'm so sorry. It's, I cannot remember his name. It was a podcast with a heavy lifter. And he he suggested that if you were going to push that much weight for the sake of your back and to exert more effort to bring your feet up and that's okay. And I had been doing it for years. So I was like, oh, I'm so glad I've had like a legit gym dude tell me that this was okay. Yeah. But that makes sense too. And And I did when I released, but when I brought my knees up, like you suggested, that was like, that felt amazing. That was yes. great. I just wanted to lay there. Yes. And especially mothers, this mm -hmm. will be the case. And it's because they've had children. So this is what I've kind of laid out in my back pain during pregnancy book is that I showed, I had a picture of a woman prior to getting, having her child, you know, getting pregnant. And then I took a picture of her after pregnancy to show that the shape of her back and pelvis did not come back to normal after wow. her pregnancy, even after six months. Wow. So this is what, this is why a lot of women are predisposed to back pain, sciatic pain, and SI joint pain. A, because they're more hypermobile, which we can mm. talk about if you want to, but B, because having a child and carrying a, a, a child, uh, changes the orientation of your pelvis and back to create more of that arch occurring. And wow. it doesn't bounce back on its own, mostly because you haven't changed the forces that are pulling it into that arch since mm -hmm. the pregnancy. All people really focus on is, you know, for instance, if you had back pain during pregnancy, you would say, oh, my back's killing me. And then you have the child and you're just like, oh, back pain's gone. Mm. Well, you've just removed about 10 pounds of force that is pulling your back into that arch, right? That doesn't right. mean that there's not more though. Right. And, and I heard too, well, and now I'm two months postpartum. So, you know, maybe that's why it felt so good. Yes. <laughs> pulling my knees up. Absolutely. <laughs> like absolutely. that. So I, I'm definitely going to look into that section specifically. What was that section called in your book? You, you said it before, but can you say it again? Oh, it's a, it's its whole own book. It's called back it's pain during pregnancy. Oh, fantastic. So, it, okay. so I wrote a series of books called the Fixing You series to help people fix themselves. And I've got different books targeting different areas of the body, like back pain or hip or knee or whatever. And so one of those books is called Fixing You Back Pain During Pregnancy. Okay, so, fantastic. I'll make sure yeah. to link, I'll make sure to link to that in the show notes as well. So anyone yeah, like me is like, oh, I want to know more about that. Yeah, you can certainly read it. It's a really short book. Uh, but that was written about 12 years ago and I've updated a lot of that information in my digital home program. So if you okay. want to know, see 
uh, specifically about back pain during pregnancy, by all means, you know, get the book if you want. I'm not trying to sell, sell your books or anything like that. But the digital home programs are much more current because those also reflect my clinical, when I owned the clinic and trained all my therapists to use this approach to solve pain too. So I got to see a whole, this is when I realized that patterns were happening. Mm. Not just that, oh, you've got this particular problem and this person has this particular problem. It's all the same problem. It's just manifesting differently in different people. So are these, you know, habits that we've kind of taken in over the years? Because if we're talking habits now, those are really hard to break. So what are one or two habits that you see your clients doing that lead to this chronic pain? Yeah, well, uh, we just covered one of them, right? standing right. and walking. And we can go over more detail, you know, walking correctly. Mm-hmm. But bending over is another big one. Mm-hmm. For instance, getting out of a chair, you know, what a lot of people do is they they straighten their knees first and then they hinge from their hips to to straighten up, arching their back. Right. Well, if you do that, then you're setting up a tension pattern of an extension pattern, tension to even stand up. All right? So instead, what it should be is if you're going to get up, you want to keep your back rounded because it feels better, right? Mm -hmm. To round your back. So keep your back rounded as you squat yourself up. And that will feel so much better for your back than if you just straighten your knees and then hinge yourself up. Just for those of you that can't see us, I'm... (laughs) I'm listening to Rick because he knows yeah. his stuff. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, well, and you said it too, with, with walking and just standing there that we're, you yes. know, and I hear about this with, when it comes to pelvic floor issues too, was, is this something that we really need to pay attention to? And especially as moms. And now it's like, okay, we, the pelvic floor and now get your back. And it's how, how do you go about, you know, just being more mindful about when we walk and stand and make it kind of a, because if you're not thinking about it, you're just subconsciously doing it. So now I don't know if a subconscious habit is really possible to break, but you've seen it happen. So it is, takes about three days typically. Okay. Okay. And that's that's more like a lot less than I thought. (laughs) Well, what, what, you know, what the big teacher is for this is that your pain goes away. When you have pain, and this is what we did in my clinic is, you know, we proved to people just like we did with these two tests here, we proved to them that this was going to eliminate their pain. Mm. Okay, so now, you know, let's say you you have pain bending over and standing up. Okay, so now let's do it just like I described, we're going to round your back more and squat up. How's your pain now? Oh, I have no pain. Right. It's that easy. Right. And so they're just like, Oh my gosh, you mean all I have to do is unlock my knees or, or bend over differently? And I would say, yeah, it's not so much the bending over that's the problem. It's coming back up from bending over. That's the problem, mm. right? Yeah. And so, yeah, just change how you're coming up from bending over and start unlocking your knees. And you wouldn't believe, uh, folks, those of you listening, if you start doing this and probably in the next two to three days, your pain back pain will be at least 50% better. It's that simple. Wow. And then what that's going to do is set up in your mind, oh my gosh, I've got to keep doing this. So you don't have people like me harassing you. <laughs> Are you still locking those knees? No, you're not. You're not doing that because you're feeling better. You know, that's meaningful to you. Mm. Right. And so those two tests show people how meaningful that is. 
Wow, that's great. And, you know, we were going to talk about, too, uh, fairly briefly, just, you know, there's neck pain and headaches, too, that are very common. And the reason I wasn't even going to touch on this, but I had a re- I don't really get headaches, but I had a really bad headache the other night. And how do you how would you go about fixing? You can pick both or just one. It's up to you. But like the headache thing, especially with, you know, moms, we're, we're going, going, going. The end of the day, it's like, you know, <laughs> we're lucky if we're, we have time to do something we've been wanting to do. But, you know, how would we fix that? Is Does yeah. that have that? I know that has that falls under the category of chronic pain, right? Sure. Yeah, you could totally fix it. So the problem is people don't understand why it's happening in the first place. Mm. So if you've got chronic neck pain or headaches, you've probably been to practitioners who are always working on your neck and your head, especially mm-hmm. your suboccipital muscles, right? At the base of your skull that meet your neck and you're getting massages there, or you've gotten x-rays that show all of these problems. But the, the thing that a lot of people don't understand is folks, if, if you're listening at home and you have access to the internet, Google the skeleton, the human body skeleton. And what you'll notice is that our skeleton is comprised of all of these really long bones, right? But there's two areas of the skeleton that don't have long bones. One of them is the pelvis. And we have these big, broad, flat bones here at the pelvis. But we all know intuitively that the pelvis is the center of function for the low back and lower body system. Hmm. Similarly, the shoulder blade is the other area of our body that has a broad, flat bone. That is the center of function for our upper body, neck, and head system. There are significant muscular connections from the shoulder blade into the neck and the base of the skull. When the shoulder blade isn't working correctly, it causes pain in the neck and the base of the skull via these muscular connections. Mm. All right. So a really easy test, because I love giving easy tests for people to understand really why they're having pain. I've developed this test called the armpit test, right? Oh, and so what you'll need is you'll need a helper. Okay. But what they'll do is if you have neck pain or headaches, what you'll do is you're going to turn your head side to side to test whether you're, you know, how far you can turn before you have pain, look up, look down, all that kind of stuff, whatever causes your neck to hurt or headache or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to, so you get a, a bead on, on that range of motion and the degree of pain that you're having. Then you have someone come up, come in behind you and they put their hands in your armpits and they Mm. lift up your shoulder blades about a half inch to an inch higher than their normal. Right. And your job is to relax into their hands as much as you possibly can, because usually people with chronic neck pain or headaches can't relax the system. Mm. Right. And so you got to relax into their hands. And once you're able to, and they're going to jiggle your shoulders around a little bit to get you to relax. All right. Mm. Once that happens, then you turn your head left, right, up and down again to test your range of motion and pain. I can almost guarantee it will be significantly decreased, hopefully wow. by about 90%. Last week, I had a, a woman with chronic neck pain for 12 years. It was, it was literally 95% reduced in five minutes. Wow, of that's us incredible. Doing, of, of us just testing this. So Mom, then, are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> Then once, once we understood that it was the shoulder blades that was the source of her neck pain, then we looked into all the reasons why her shoulder blades were having problems and we fixed those and, you know, easy. You know, I love, I I listened to one of your other shows um, at the gym the other day and it was fantastic. And I love what you said about, you know, 
sometimes we can think that the medical community just wants to shove pills down our throat. And, and but essentially, if we keep if we keep going back and we're trying the things that they're suggesting to do, but we keep coming back with this pain, that's why we end up with, okay, is surgery or this or that. And I love the difference though, that you said you, you want to find not just the tiny thing that's causing the problem and treat that you want to find, like you said, it's the pain of the headache was coming from the shoulder blades and the shoulder area and how you want to find the actual, not just the symptoms, but the actual, uh, cause. Like, yeah, the actual cause of pain. Would yeah. you say that's your, the main difference between you and maybe another physical therapist? Yeah, well, you'll never run into any medical practitioner who says that they're not interested in finding the cause of pain, mm. right? right? We all believe that we're finding the cause of pain. What's different is what is truly the cause of pain. Right, that's where the, the differences lie. Right. So, so a case in point is, uh, you know, one of my big mentors was Dr. Shirley Saruman out of Washington University in St. Louis. I took all of her, you know, uh, seminars or read her textbooks and all this kind of stuff made a huge difference in my patients when I started implementing her biomechanical information. And I made friends with one of the PTs who was going through that whole series as well. And we ran into each other on the last day and said, Hey man, how's this stuff working for you? He's just like, eh. You know, I'm just like, what are you talking about? I'm having like miracles using this information. He's just like, yeah, but I'm a manual therapist. So maybe I'll use it for a home program or something. And that's when I realized that our belief systems as medical providers are filtering out information that could be helpful to our patients Mm. because this person believed that he should solve everything with his hands, either Mm. by manipulating something or massaging something his patients would never get to see a solution like what you and I just had just now. Wow. Because he, that's not where he believes he should be. Mm. Right. Right. This is exactly why I wrote all my fixing you series of books over 10 years ago is because when I realized that, Oh my gosh, most of these patients are never going to experience true healing because their practitioners belief systems are getting in the way. Mm. I felt I had to write the books to do an end around the practitioners and show people a new way of solving pain that that I think is superior. That's amazing, Rick. You know, I, on the show, I encourage all the women that listen to, you know, obviously, you know, there's a disclaimer at the end of the show too, just to cover all the bases. But if you're told a certain way and it's the only way I beg to differ. So, you know, what, what, other options do you have? And just like you said with your colleague, like he could use the information and make what he does better. And I think that's all we want to do here as moms and women. We just want to live the next day better than the last. And this is what you are teaching is something that we can implement today, which is incredible. And I love that. Well, the the nice thing, the beauty of the body is that your pain that you have right now is due to a problem that you're having right now. Mm. If you solve that problem right now, pain will go away right now. Mm. Just like this woman with 12 years of neck pain, 95% gone in five minutes. Wow. It didn't take her 10 years to get over 12 years of neck pain. Mm. Right. I just don't, I've just seen this often enough that I know that the body will respond immediately when you're doing the right thing. Mm. And it shouldn't require this, return again and again and again for a treatment to fix something. That means that you're not really fixing the problem. Right. right? Yeah. And the so, merry-go-round. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So 
that that's basically my my take on it is you know yeah not no practitioner thinks that they're they're just like eh you know what I'm just going to treat symptoms today you know? right no one no one says that right just like no doctor is going to say you know what I can't wait to prescribe a whole bunch of pain meds to people today you know <laughs> so everyone is thinking that they're trying to help people but the problem is their information is limited and our information as medical providers and physical therapy, at least, is based on this component thinking approach to solving pain. So what I mean by that is we learn the names of muscles, ligaments, joints, you know, nerves, bones, all that kind of stuff. And so uh, and then we are taught treatments to correct strains or sprains or things like that that happen to those things. Hmm. And so we have a million tests in physical therapy to determine exactly which tissue is damaged, right? Yeah, but we have zero tests that determine why the tissue is damaged, and so this is why uh, a lot of therapists are not helping people with chronic pain is because of our training in this component thinking, as mm. opposed to training in systems thinking. Mm. Component thinking is great for more acute issues. Systems thinking is what ne what is necessary for chronic pain. It's the lack of systems thinking is why we have chronic pain in the first place. Wow. I believe. So, and, and finding the cause, and then you have the effect that you want. Correct. So I, I really think that this has been a, truly a super helpful show. And if you have somebody listening right now, and would you just start with those first two steps about the tests that we did? And I can't wait to do the armpit yeah. test with my yeah. spouse because- I didn't realize when you were when you were telling me to turn my neck and I, I didn't, I, I didn't know that it kind of hurt. You know what I mean? Like I didn't, yeah. I wasn't really aware. I think I've been so used to it. So a lot of women who listen to the show, you know, they want to prioritize their health. They want to prioritize their faith and they want to build muscle so we can save muscle as we age. So what would you tell this woman as she's maybe starting to strength train and starting to workout again, maybe she took a little break or she's just getting into it. Um, is there any advice you would give her, you know, to be more mindful of her body? Because like you said, the body is an amazing, amazing machine, if you will. Yeah, I think, I think the first message would be to say, especially if you have pain, that you're not broken. Mm. It's just that you have not received the right information yet. Mm. And unfortunately, the the wrong information is so pervasive online in clinics because of how we're trained mm -hmm. uh and so forth you can only function on the information you've been given right but unfortunately you have to understand that that information is has a bias and the bias is that it's a component approach whether it's physical therapy chiropractic you know medicine surgeon whatever so uh, I would say just, I would echo your, your words, Ashley, that there is something better out there, something more systems oriented to fix your, your body, because your body's natural state isn't to be in pain. Your body's natural state is to be out of pain and pain is just an indicator that something's wrong. Use your body as a teacher and you will find your answers. That is fantastic. Okay. So you are not broken if you are experiencing pain and there is a solution. So we just have to do our own due diligence and find it and 
try to, you know, try our best to solve the problem. I want to thank you, Rick, for giving us your time today. I feel like I could just keep talking to you. I have that. Oh, me too. <laughs> I like, so, you know, if, if you're ready and willing, I know from this episode alone, we're going to have a lot of questions. So I'd love to invite you back on the show officially. We can plan it and I'll make sure my, all my technical issues are solved <laughs> before we get together again. But can you let everyone know, and I'm going to put all of Rick's information and his online courses and his, uh, I, I don't know how you do your tel- telemedicine, like if that they have to specifically request you. I've, I've heard of this. I haven't done it yet myself, but just let everyone know where they can find you. And I will put everything that you say in the show notes as well. So they don't have to like write it down really quick. So go ahead, Rick, where can we find you? Uh, the easiest thing is just to go to rickolderman.com. And you'll, you can sign up for a, a private session with me if you want to. But frankly, I, I have yet to have a private session with someone and not give them everything that's already in my digital home programs. Wow. So they're just comprehensive, but simple to use. And uh, if, you're, if your listeners use the code in the discount code FRIENDS33, uh, they can get a 33% discount off of their purchase. Oh, so. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. So Thank you, Rick. It's, it's really affordable. And, you know, I have a masterclass. If you're still not sure and you want to hear more about my whole approach, I have a masterclass on there that's free. You can okay. sign up for and sit through and I'll do the, this test and another one or two in there too, to kind of show you and, and help you see the bigger picture of how you need to be solving these kinds of problems. Yeah, that would be the easiest way. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rick, for being with us today. And I cannot wait to chat with you again. I'm looking forward to all of the Facebook group members and them listening to the show. And I will chat with you again soon. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ashley. I really enjoyed talking with you. If this episode inspired you, will you share with a friend? I would be so grateful if you would leave a podcast review on your listening app of choice. Remember, the content provided in this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please seek the advice of your qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical or health condition. Remember, be bold, mama, and live well. Until next time.